Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Inside the Studio, presented by iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Joe Levy. All right, I'm not sure what the weather is like where you are, but here in New York City, it is ice cold, it is December, and together those things mean it is time to heat up the cocoa and dig out the mini marshmallows, and also maybe listen to the new EP from this week's guest on the home edition of the show, country singer Mitchell Tenpenny. So his new record is called Neon Christmas, and the title track is about sipping some adult beverages by the warm glow of the lights in a dive bar when you can't get home for Christmas because you're snowed in. Of course, this year, if we're not home for the holidays, there really might be another reason besides the weather. And and, and that's why we started the home edition of Inside the Studio, to to let you know how the pandemic has impacted the lives of artists and and how they're coping with life during lockdown. Mitchell told our quarantine correspondent, Jordan Runtog, that since he's stopped touring, he's returned to his roots as a songwriter. He's been writing more than he has in a long time, though with some socially distant differences. He also talked about what it was like to record Christmas music during the summer and how a song he wrote in 30 minutes while having a couple of beers and waiting for a bachelor party to get going totally changed his approach to songwriting. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the iHeartRadio podcast that Jordan hosts. It's called Rivals, Music's Greatest Feuds, and it is available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. 
My guest today is a Nashville native who shot up the country charts in 2018 with his breakthrough breakup track, Drunk Me. He's had an extremely productive quarantine this year, releasing the songs Here, Can't Go to Church, a cover of Louis Capaldi's Someone You Loved, and, most recently, Broken Up. Now, just in time for the festive season, he's here with a new holiday EP called Neon Christmas. It's a mix of Yuletide originals and old favorites, and I have to say, his funky slow jam arrangements and soulful voice have made this one of the smoothest Christmas collections I've ever heard. A commenter on Instagram wrote, Have a very baby-making Christmas. And that pretty much sums it up. I'm so happy to welcome Mitchell Tenpenny. Thank you so much for taking the time today. So great to talk to you. Of course, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Well, Lord knows we all need a little extra holiday cheer after this <laughs> year. Uh, what led you to decide to do a Christmas EP? Yeah, man, I'm, I, I don't know. I've always just loved Christmas music. I've always been obsessed with it. Um, fall time and Christmas time is my favorite time of the year I, it, it just gives me like this peace of mind no matter what's going on in the world no matter what oh, age totally so i don't know when i hear christmas songs it always does that so i've always wanted to do that when i got the opportunity it was important so the last couple of years we've been releasing a few songs and then this year we got to do four new ones and uh two that i wrote then two um original or two originals and then two covers so yeah, man, I just I just love Christmas music. I always have. Um, well, I'm a Christmas baby, so it's definitely like really yeah. resonates with <laughs> oh, me. Oh, nice, yeah, um, that's awesome. Neon Christmas is such an evocative pair of words. Where did that Where did that come from? Yeah, um, so Lindsey Rhymes and Matt Rogers. I wrote that with them, uh, and it was that we actually wrote it outside in the summer. It was pretty hot, uh, <laughs> but I told Matt and Lindsey I wanted to write an up tempo kind of Christmas song that you could see in a movie, essentially like something that very. Like you'd seen like Jingle All the Way or something with the Arnold Schwarzenegger or something yeah. weird. But yes. but but something that still was on brand for me and uh Matt actually had the title Neon Christmas and that was perfect. I was like I'm I'm very immediately started going. It's like, all right, it's perfect. We get snowed in, we can't end up going out to do what our normal plans are, but we'll just hit the local dive bar down the street and um because I, I bet I, that's actually happened before. Not snowed in, but like the fl flights got canceled and it was like, oh, we got nothing to do, let's just go down the road and and drink. So uh kind of uh, got to use some real life scenarios in that as well, and then play, you know, kind of make some some Hollywood put in there as, as yeah, well. Fire up that jukebox, <laughs> right? Yeah, it beats doing the planes, trains, and autom automobiles thing of like, all right, <laughs> let's let's actually just enjoy ourselves here. It's all good. Absolutely. I uh, I gotta ask, what was the process of choosing some of the the covers? I mean, did you sit down with like the Time Life Christmas Treasury and a pencil, or did you have songs <laughs> in your mind that you knew for years that you really wanted to tackle and do your own spin on? Yeah, well, Old Holy Night was definitely one of those that I knew I, I wanted to do um, ever since, I, you know, that's just one of my favorite melodies of all times. It's so classic and and Mariah Carey doing it back in the day, I was just obsessed with it. And it's such a it's such a hard song to sing. So I definitely wanted one to challenge me on that. And so that was a fun one to kind of dive into and do. Um, same with uh, Joy to the World. I just like it was such a such a simple song, but I wanted to give it like a groove and make it something kind of different than you've heard before. Because it's like, these songs have been covered a million times and that's why they are classics, but it's like the hardest part is making it different. And so like giving it a little groove and singing it on a different beat was kind of fun to kind of dive into. Uh, but these songs were just all songs that like, I, I was, yeah, you're right. I was looking down a list of a bunch of Christmas songs and I started humming in my head and, and I was writing down things. And if it, if I was just like, it just came to me immediately like a melody or like I was like, I'm, I'm in. This is the one I want to do. And 
Um, a bunch of those songs are just because I was singing them in cars and church as kids and, and as a kid just wanted to continue that. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask. So many people I know, their first musical experiences were like in the Christmas choir at church or in the nativity play or yeah. something like that. Was that the case <laughs> right. for you? Yeah, absolutely. Church. And then uh, my school, we did we did plays and um, we sung Christmas songs every single year. And uh, it'd be a Christmas before us. All the parents would come and the kids would do a bunch of carols. So, yeah, it's been a, been a long time coming for sure. One of the uh, original tracks on the album, I got to say, one of my, my favorites, Naughty List. Just <laughs> Christmas you. at your, your girlfriend's folks. Yeah. Um, in separate rooms. So it's funny. Tell we were. Um, that. Such a great idea for we, a song. Me, Jordan, uh, Schmidt, and Andy Albert, two of my best friends. We I told them I, this was last year. I wanted to write a Christmas song. And um, it's actually a funny story because we went in to write uh, Take Me Home for Christmas. Um, and we started writing that song a little bit and ended up switching over. Someone said something about Naughty List, and I was like, uh, I want to do that. So that's how Dan and Shay's new Christmas song got written that we're on. We started writing the Take, Take Me Home for Christmas, and then <laughs> we didn't finish that song, did Naughty List in the middle of it. Then Andy gave it to them, and we all finished that song. So uh, it's like, that's just a side story of that. But Naughty List came from just kind of talking in between doing an, that first song. And then I was like, no, hold on, let's change this transition real quick. So we stopped writing that one and started writing Naughty List. And yeah, man, it was just a fun one to do. It's something about when we were just joking around and someone said that. And I was like, man, there's a, I have an idea, go with me here of like, you know, the take coming home for Christmas and having to change every single thing that um, you normally do in your real life because your parents aren't around right now. Uh, and just, you know, again, playing to what we like to do, not taking ourselves so seriously all the time. And, and, uh, you know, you know, you love the girl so much, you don't mind if you don't get presents this year. It's okay. <laughs> I was going to say, this begs the question, are you on Santa's naughty list or nice list this year? <laughs> I, I think I'm on his undecided at this moment list. I got, I got, <laughs> we got time. We, I've got, got, we got like six weeks. Or I've, I've got some, I've got some weeks. doing, yeah, I've got some deeds I need to get done, some good deeds. <laughs> I guess, what is the coolest Christmas present you've ever received? Uh, uh, my Les Paul, man, uh, my Les Paul, my, my very first, um, my parents, my parents put payments on that, uh, that guitar, my very, I was 13 years old, man, when I was really getting into it and they knew I wanted it. And it was so funny. Like my parents, you know, we already opened up presents, me and my brother and my dad looks at me, he's like, did you get everything you want? I was like, of course, dad, this is amazing Christmas. And he's like, you're lying to me. I can tell. And I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not. Like, it was amazing. He goes, go check under our bed. And I went in there and pulled it out. And it was that Gibson, you know, oh. case, Gibson USA. And I just started freaking out, opened it up. And man, for, for months after, I was just wanting to get home from school and this run and open that case. And uh, I still got that guitar back there today. It's uh, something that means more to me than almost oh, anything. And I'm sure. Gold top, flame top. I got a gold top back there as well, but it's a it's a classic Ooh. sun vintage sunburst. It's one of my well, favorites. No, music has been such a, a huge role in, in in your life with with your family. I know your your grandmother was a, a, a huge legend in the Nashville community. I know your your brother plays bass with you. Uh, your mother's in the industry. Was yeah. there ever a moment when it, it, you didn't think music would be your future? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I always thought I was going to play sports, especially football. The do the doctor told me I was going to be like six three. Completely missed that, missed that by a long shot. Uh, I ended up being five ten on a good day, um, maybe. On, yeah, on a good day when my back's not hurting. Uh, but no, I, I thought I was going to play football. I went to college originally, thinking I was going to do that, and just didn't want to get up at five in the morning after playing music and drinking until three in the morning to go work out anymore. And and my body, my body just yeah. was like over it. And I was really 
like really getting into writing songs more and more. I'd been in a lot of bands before, but really getting into writing my own stuff. And I don't know, I just really something switched in college freshman year and said, this is really what I want to do. Um, and I never, you know, I never turned back from it since then. Although I've seen you on Instagram. I saw you at like way beyond the half court, just sink basketball <laughs> and like skeet shooting and like getting a, a bullseye and dart. you're still a pretty formidable <laughs> sports talent. I got to say. Uh, thanks. I try, man. And this, uh, there's just no, nothing to do right now. Right. So it's so boring. I'm just, I'm just out, you know, trying to be a uh, productive and I don't know, you get, you just you find a basketball on the ground and, you throw it. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Have you been staying productive musically throughout quarantine? You feeling good? Yeah, absolutely. Been writing a been writing a lot, and down here, kind of locked myself in, and then writing a lot of songs. Like before we, you know, signed the record deal and started doing the full time artist thing, I was writing full time for years, songs every single day, and so. When I was on the road, I kind of got away from that. It's hard to write every day on the road. So it's it's been an easy transition getting off the road, even though I miss it like crazy, to get back to this lifestyle of writing every day because I did it for so long. And I did kind of miss it. It has been fun to reconnect with a bunch of my writer friends and, and write every day and try to come up with something new every day. That was a challenge. Um, but I'm definitely missing being on the road and being with my friends and my brother and my band. And yeah, man, it, it's, it's a balance. But yeah, being productive as possible. I've written a lot of songs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. 
Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, Nashville is such a collaborative place. Has, has the lockdown and quarantine really impacted your songwriting style or has Zoom been, been pretty good for that? Man, uh, Zoom. I've done a few Zooms. It's it's hard for me to Zoom right because I play off the room, and you know, as a oh, as yeah. a guitar player, I can see a guitar uh, in your room. Like, it, it it's it's hard to it's hard to hear through Zoom, man. Like, especially if you're like getting melodies and stuff and talking over each other. Like in a room, you're supposed to talk over each other. You pull from it, but Zoom's tough. So we 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 did we've done a lot of very safe you know rights in person where we're apart from each other, but you can still hear everything in the room. Um, and been really productive like that and kind of honed in our group of people where it's, you know, we just write with these people mostly and we know where each other's been. It's It's been really easy to do that and um, been pretty safe and so far so good. We've made a lot of great music. You, recently on Instagram, you showed off this really complicated riff that you were saying you were going to start developing into a song. Are, are you a, a riff-based writer or do you use words as a jumping off point or a melody? What, what gets you hooked in, in going into a song or is it different every time? Um, yeah, I'm, I'd say it's different every time, but I love, I love riffs. I mean, so many things on my, um, on my, especially my first record were me coming in with a riff and then, you know, you write so many songs like, I don't have any, I'm out of riffs, man, I'm out of all this stuff. So <laughs> then it's like coming in with a hook for me. If someone has some idea that I've never heard or if I've heard someone say something, then we'll start from there, build the chords around it, and then I'll try to come up with a riff later. But I just love interesting guitar parts, interesting chords. Uh, it, it always inspires me so much when I hear something cool that I haven't heard of in a while and melodies start coming to me way, way easier than if I'm just hearing the same chords over and over again. So yeah, I definitely I, I love a good riff. Um, you know, as a guitar player, if it, once you once you hit that one, you're like, oh, this is cool. And you kind of put it in your book and you kind of save it for those those writers you know that'll that can kind of run with it. When you were a kid, you met uh, uh, Bobby Braddock, legendary songwriter. Yeah. Did he or, or any other legendary songwriters in the Nashville community that you met when when you were just starting out? Did any of those folks give you any advice that you still treasure to this day when you're when you're composing? Um, yeah, the the Warren Brothers were a huge huge um, influence on me. They were the first big writers that ever wrote with me before I had a deal or anything. Um, they were so kind. We actually they actually co-signed me with Sony as my very first publishing deal um, because of a song we wrote. The, the first song we ever wrote, uh, Keith Urban took and put it on hold at the time, and it actually got me my deal. And I did the demo for them, and I sent it out, and they were like, man, I want to keep writing. It was just one of those weird moments where I just got lucky. Uh, some, they got canceled on, and they'd, uh, they'd always promised me if that happened, they would let me write, and they called me that day, and I whatever I did, I canceled, and I, we went in the studio and did it. And so... They, they've given me so much, you know, just value beyond just writing music, just the industry itself, you know, how to take care of yourself. You know, they lost their father, too, like how to deal with that. And I mean, they're they're basically like big brothers to me. And uh, I'll never take that for granted. They're amazing talent, but also just they've lived a lot of life and they had a lot of advice for me through this entire time. And um, I love those guys. 
You've said that Broken Up, your, your recent single, came in something like 30 minutes. Tell me a little bit about that, because <laughs> yeah. as someone who doesn't write music like me, that seems like sorcery or something. How, how does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, sometimes we overwrite songs. We it's, it's, You get a bunch of songwriters in the room. It's like you get a bunch of English teachers in a room. You're going to write a book that, like, no one can read because, the <laughs> word, you know, because the words are just too profound or they're too perfect. So sometimes you need to go with your first gut, your first answer. And that's kind of what we did on that song. We were waiting for my buddy Andy Albert, who we wrote Naughty List with and a few other songs. Uh, it was his bachelor party. And so a bunch of us were getting together. We were going to go to Jeff Ruby's downtown to eat some steak and then go out afterwards. Um, and so we downtown played again music, Dallas Davidson's place. Um, my buddy Kyle has a studio in there and it's right next door. So we're all, let's meet up there first. And we were surprising Andy. He had no idea. So we met up there about an hour early. We were just waiting in the studio, having a couple beers and, I just sat down by the piano and Kyle was at his computer. I was like, I just recorded in something real quick, a loop, looped it. And then I was like, here, hand me the mic. And it was me, him, Devin Dawson, and Ernest K was in the room. Or Ernest now, sorry, Keith. And uh, we just, I was like, let's, the first thing we say, I'm singing in right now. So each line by line, we'd write a line, I just sing it in on an SM7 like you're using right there. And um, and I just, I just sung it in, uh, done, did the song in about 30 minutes, shut the computer down and went out and ate steak. And about a week later, I was like, dude, what did we, uh, what did we do that now? Do you remember when you sent it to me? And I just really kind of dug it. It was, it was one of those things that just kind of felt right. I ended up using the vocal that we sung that night for the record, man. It was just, that just kind of vocal. Yeah. Just that vocal. I wow. sung in just like that one by one. And, and, and I think it came down to like our first guess of what we wanted to say there was probably right. Instead of overwriting a song and making sure everything's so perfect, how would you have said it in conversation? And that was kind of a, an eye-opening thing for us, how we how we write. We all started doing that a little bit more and written a lot of songs since that way of like, kind of go with your first gut. Maybe edit a little bit after the end, but like your first gut's probably right. There's something you said in an interview, you have to be vulnerable to stand a chance in this industry. I thought that was such <laughs> yeah. a, a really interesting and, and great yeah, sentiment. I, I wanted to ask you more about that. Why do you think that that's the case? Uh, because people, people will call your bluff real quick. <laughs> I, I, I found that out. <laughs> Like they they know for a fact if you're lying to them on stage they know they knowing your performance and if if you're honest and vulnerable with what you do uh, I think it garners more authentic attention because people have been there people understand that or they they can put themselves in that story uh, I know personally me as a listener and the songs I fell in love with growing up um, I fell in love with artists that were very vulnerable very authentic I mean even from Usher to his confessions down to Red Dirt Road from from Brooks and Dunn telling that whole story. You know, her daddy didn't light me up in my shackled up GTO. Like I I I had to. I worked on a GTO as a kid, and like those little moments that were like you could put yourself in is what I always wanted to do. And I think it takes a vulnerability of being honest to um, to make people believe you when you're singing it to them. I noticed something of a theme running through a lot of your songs. You uh, you teased a new song, Sleeping Alone, on, on Instagram. And your new single, yeah. Broken Up, Drunk Me, about breakup. Can't Go to Church from earlier <laughs> this year is another incredible breakup yeah. song as well. What is it that attracts you to breakup songs? What, what is it that you think that goes over so well with people? Yeah, it's tough. It, it's like, I don't want to just write breakup songs. I have a lot, but for some reason, those have been the ones that my, um, you know, that my fans have gravitated towards for me is is breakup songs because maybe that's that's when you're the most vulnerable maybe maybe back to the question it's when you can actually admit 
some things in your life that happened and people have been there. You know, when you're happy, it's like anything. You, you don't really think why you're happy when you're happy. You just wonder why you're sad when you're sad. Uh, and, I, and I think that is a big part of like writers. It's always, it's easier to write a, a, a sad song than a, than a happy song because you just have so many emotions going at the same time. And so I think for breakups, it's like, it's happened in so many different parts of my life and every different part is completely different breakup. And so you have so much to live through uh, that, that, that you have so much to pull through when you're, when you're doing a song that to me, it's very interesting um, when writing is trying to dive into that emotion that can actually grab someone real quick and pull them in. Whereas, you know, up-tempo, happy songs all the time, which I do love, you know, they give you a kind of instant emotion. They put you somewhere like that where, where these songs can grab you and pull you back in time. Sometimes, you know, these other songs are just background music for what you're doing right now, if that makes any sense. Yeah, there's something that we all learn something when we're going through a breakup and it always sticks with us. Whereas right. happiness, you're right, it's very yes. ephemeral. It's just like you feel it and then yes, it's gone. Right. Let absolutely. It go. Great word. That's that's absolutely right. Well, on the flip side, you're dating Megan Patrick, another brilliant artist. Yeah. Uh, you're both usually on the road. It must be so nice to be able to actually spend a lot of time <laughs> yeah. with one another now in, in, in lockdown. How is that? It's been, it's honestly been great. Uh, we got to learn more about each other than we probably would in the next five years if we were living normal life. And um, it's been awesome. Uh, it's definitely made us closer and and uh, solidified everything that we, we thought we had going into this. Um, but we're both ready to get on the road. We both are ready, man. We want to we wanna be out playing shows, doing what we love. I know her too, especially. I mean, her family's in Canada too and completely locked down and she hasn't been able to see her family at all. And I know that's tough for her. And so music's always her escape in the world, you know, getting away from that. And so she can't see her family and she can't play music. Uh, it's tough right now. So we're just, you know, we're praying and hoping and being hopeful that soon we can figure something out to where we can get back out and take our minds off everything and play on stage again. Yeah. Do you, you have the, uh, I know you were set to play the, the Ryman uh, yeah. in October and that, that fell through. I know that's, you know, legendary yeah, venue. That would have been really <laughs> yeah. cool. Is that uh that on the books anytime in the in the foreseeable future or not yet yeah i mean we're definitely going to do it that'll be where we start our next headlining tour when we can do it um it's just yeah it was that we could maybe do half capacity and it was just to me that was such a special moment for us and our crew to play the rhyme and we wanted to do it right we wanted to be completely full when we play it and if we couldn't do it then then we wanted to wait for it because that's a moment since a kid i've been wanting to do uh, being born and raised in Nashville, going to Ryman shows, to have my own headlining show there, uh, we wanted to do it right. And so we will do it the second we can, the second it's safe. Um, but we don't know exactly when that is yet. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What are you doing when when you're uh, you're not writing music or thinking about music? How do you like to to unwind at home with the with the dogs or binge watching yeah. shows or what do you yeah. like? Yeah, love love binge watching shows. We we got really into Shit's Creek and Megan loves anything to do with murder. I mean, she's just all so lots of that stuff. I'm a comedy guy. I like to go to bed with an ease ease in my heart, but she loves all these murder docs. Uh, but I, we love to be outside. We love to we love to hunt, fish, uh, golf. We I, I love golf. We got Megan into golfing this year a lot, um, and we just got mountain bikes, so we're starting to do a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, anything outdoors. We just love being outside, and it's the perfect weather in Nashville right now. It's autumn. The the leaves are beautiful, and the weather is just kind of perfect. So we're just enjoying time being outside. Do you play music together a lot around the house, or or when you, or is that is that work stuff? Is that kind of like no 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 that's yeah over here. we we are we have it we that's just so I don't know it's we show each other songs and like she'll write a song she'll come and play uh, it acoustic in the room and I'll be and I'm, you know I love that but we we normally just don't we we do other stuff when we're together I don't know it's not it's just not our first instinct to pick up and play. I know people that it's like, but like we're home and it's just, I don't know. It's just a different, different vibe. Oh yeah. No, I, I totally get that. That's, that's, that's a separate side of you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I've been loving your, your quarantine covers. You got Kings of Leon, You <laughs> Somebody, 1975, yeah, Chocolate. Man. <laughs> I mean, some great stuff. Uh, any any others on the way? Yeah, but, I mean, whatever. I just, like, if I hear a song driving around that day and it's just been stuck in my head all day and I, I get down here in the studio to edit, I'll be like, eh, screw it. I want to do something real quick and do a cover. So, I don't know. There's a bunch. There's so many cool songs coming out right now because everyone's, you know, everyone's so creative right now. There's just so much time. So, I've been discovering more music than I ever have and trying to be inspired and writing really different stuff. You know, a little scared because, you know, we're in this we're in this country market and and I love country music. But like I've been exploring with all different kinds of sounds and and um, just different things, different things that keep us inspired. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. You, I said earlier, you you teased uh, Sleeping Alone on, on Instagram. Is this yeah, sign yeah. Of, a, of a new uh, new full length on its way or is that still still a ways off? No, absolutely. I mean, it's a little ways off because we definitely want to be tour, be able to tour this record. But we, we've got a lot of songs and we've been cutting a lot of songs. I think we've already cut 11 so far. And um and we'll overcut a little bit, but I, I want a record with 14, 16 songs on it. I want When we come out with this next record, I want a lot of songs on it. So we're cutting a lot. We're writing a lot. And uh, Sleeping Alone will definitely be on that. It's one of my favorite songs in a while. And and the way we did the production on it, it's going to be really cool. It's uh, it's rock and roll. with a, We did a big, big drums, big drums, which I love because I come from that rock and roll, hardcore emo scene, Warped Tour days. So I uh, kind of incorporated that a little bit on this song. Um, it's pretty cool. We'll see. I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, your early days, you were like hardcore punk guy. Like, what, <laughs> what brought you back uh, into the uh, into the Nashville Nashville fold? <laughs> you know, you're a teenager. You run away from a little bit. You come back home. <laughs> the prodigal son, right? Uh, I think a lot of a lot of people in Nashville do that. I call it farm emo because so many kids from Warp Tour are now in Nashville writing country songs. <laughs> um, and it, and it's awesome. And honestly, they're all amazing writers and all having lots of success because. It was, it, was, it was great melodies back then. They really yeah. were. These are rock songs, but these melodies are incredible. And now it's just incorporating that with a more country lyric. And um, it's it's pretty cool to see, man. A bunch of my friends that that I all had the jet black swoosh hair and the tight jeans, oh, yeah. just like me. Um, we're all uh, writing country songs together now. So it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I had I had all the Taking Back Sundays. Oh, yeah. Today oh, yeah. Stuff. Absolutely. Love that, man. You said you're listening to, to different kinds of stuff now. What What are you listening to right now? Yeah, more, I mean, just got back to listening to a lot of rock and a lot of syncopated drum-based stuff, you know, and even stuff like the 1975, just weird ambient tones. You know, they do a lot of good, jump back to the 80s stuff, but a lot of a lot of synth stuff that's really yeah. cool. Um, there's so much technology, man, and so many new plugins that you can play with uh, sound-wise, like on your keyboard, that is just so interesting, like that we didn't have growing up. It's, they're just, it's unlimited, and so and so it's so cool to sit down every day, play something on your keyboard that's completely different from what you've heard. And I don't know, there's something inspiring about that where, you, you know, you hear something new and you just kind of run with it. And whether you know if it's good or not, you just got to kind of take off and see what happens at the end. Oh, man, that's that's so exciting. When you finish a track, when you got it mixed down and, and do you, is there a way that you like to audition it? Like, do you get in the car and like yeah. crank it up and drive <laughs> just to hear what it sounds like? Is that what you do? That that's that's my play every time. When I get a mix back, I get in my truck and I drive and I listen to it five times. Uh, that's my office. I crank it. Yeah, that's it because that's where people listen to music. Yeah, uh, you know they listen to it in their headphones or their cars, and and so I want to make sure that the vibes right when you're driving with the noise on the road with the windows down. What is it sounding like? Because uh, I can make it sound awesome in the studio or in a bigger studio with monitors. But what's it sound like there? And then I always listen to it on headphones, little cheap headphones because. 
You know, that's what people listen to. So you spend, you know, so much money in the studio and all this stuff, and then it's going to be listened to on $10 headphones. So you got you to gotta play for that as well. Um, but, yeah, it's my, my go-to is getting in my truck the second I get it, drive around, crank it up. I think it's what uh, Brian Wilson used to do with all the Beach Boys tracks. He knew all those songs, you know, especially the car songs were going to be played yeah. <laughs> in, in teenagers' cars. So he brought a car speaker into the studio, and that was his yeah. last test. It was just to play it through yeah. that. Yeah, I got a boombox up here that runs too. Uh, that I'll like, I have the studio speakers here, but I'll, I'll, I can switch over the monitors and just hear the mix on a boombox. So you, it takes away all the lows, a bunch of the mids. It's just, a, it's, it sounds like crap, is what it sounds like. And that's what you kind of want because it kind of gives you a complete perspective. You got this really good monitors and then it sounds like crap. So you're like, okay, I can adjust a few things here that I'm not hearing in the really good monitors because, um, you know, that's how most people listen to music. Including myself, you yeah, know, listen to it on car speakers and, and headphones. Oh man, Mitch, we can't wait to hear more of what's coming. Uh, my last question: I've been asking everybody this, and it's so interesting to hear all people's different responses. If you could snap your fingers and have everything go back to normal, whatever your definition of normal is, say this time last year, yeah, uh, what would be the first thing that uh, that you would do? Uh, really soak in being on stage. Really soak it in what's happening when people are singing back your song um, and engaging with you. When you lean down and touch a hand uh, walking down the catwalk. Um, you know, th- those are things that you dream of as a kid while you put posters on your wall, while you fall in love with music. And when it happens, it happens so fast. Uh, when Drunk Me came out and we kind of took off, you know, these things were so out of the normal for us. But it was happening so fast, we weren't really soaking it in as much as I, as I thought I was until it's taken away from you. Thinking about meet and greets, thinking about touching someone's hand again, thinking about seeing a crowd sing back to you is something I never realized how much I missed, even though I wanted that more than anything in the world. Does that make sense at all? Absolutely. It's such a crazy thing to think of. Um, you got everything you wanted, but when you got it, you, you weren't aware. And now I'm fully aware that I got everything I wanted and I want it back <laughs> really That's bad. That's a great answer. Mitchell Tenpenny, thank you so thank much you, for your time and your music. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you, joining the man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio Home Edition, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio and other shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, 
You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.